If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And before I jump into the topic today, I wanted to tell you about something new and very exciting that I launched yesterday. So yesterday I launched four new mini courses for Breakup Bestie. And what these four mini courses were designed for was to provide a super individualized solution to whatever stage of a breakup that you're in. So say you just went through a breakup and you don't even know where to start or how to even start feeling better. Or maybe you're just struggling with not contacting your ex or not obsessing over your ex. Or maybe some time has passed, but you still haven't been able to let go of your ex. Or maybe you're ready to move on into dating, but you're too scarred and too scared to start dating anyone new. If you identify with any of these, there is a course for you. So I'll leave a link in my show notes to a quiz that you can use to determine which course is going to be right for you. I also launched a 90-day breakup journal with prompts, a morning routine, and a nighttime routine for healing. You can purchase the journal separately Or if you purchase any of the courses, you will get it for free as a bonus. I'm so excited for you guys to dive into these courses. It's people in my community that really inspired me to do this and be super targeted and very individualized to help you move out of whatever painful stage of a breakup that you're in. Because like I talk about, there are layers, there's different processes, different stages. That's okay, but I wanted to make sure that there was a solution for wherever you're at. Okay, so now into the episode. This is a highly requested episode and has been something I have been asked to talk about since I started the Breakup Bestie Instagram page. Today we are talking about friendship breakups. Now, friendship breakups are so tough, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but for me, I have had some friendship breakups that feel more painful than an actual relationship breakup. I am very passionate about talking about the power of friendship. I think it is so important of all the things that I have been through 
in my life, um, getting sober, an assault in high school, all of these different things, I have done it both ways. I have done it in a – like I've gone through stuff just tackling it alone and then I've gone through stuff where I have allowed myself to be surrounded by friends and obviously you can guess this, but the times that I have chosen to be surrounded by friends, things have been so much better and so much easier. A mentor once told me that if I share my pain, I would cut it in half. And if I shared my joy, I would double it. So I am very passionate about friendships. And even more so because, to be honest, I used to be a very crappy friend. Especially in high school, throughout my drinking, I was not a good friend. I did not show up for people in my life. I was the person that just wanted something out of everyone I would only show up for things if it was good for me, and I have done some very bad things to friends in the past. So I have been on the receiving end very justifiably. I have been on the receiving end of multiple friendship breakups, and I have been able to walk through those. Through those, I have grown so much, and I really pride myself now on being a very good friend because I know what it's like to not be a good friend, and I know the difference in my life when I'm a good friend and when I'm not. So just to give you a little bit of context for me on this topic, and I also want to point out, and you'll hear more about this in the episode, that Sometimes there are friendships that end because something bad happens, and then there are times when that doesn't. So whatever – if you're going through a friendship breakup, if you think you need to go through a friendship breakup, if you're still hurting from a friendship breakup a long time ago, we will talk through it in this episode. Okay, so first let's talk about why friendship breakups are so painful. I think what a lot of us don't realize is that a friendship is so much like a romantic relationship. Of course, there are differences, but there are a lot of similarities. And this is why I am so big on promoting really like latching onto your friendships after going through a romantic breakup because friendships can fulfill a lot of the things that we get from a romantic relationship. So they're similar in the way that you have a lot – you probably have a lot of years of really good memories. You probably took trips together. You guys have shared so many different experiences. You know, for me, there are, you know, certain things that I'm way more prone to talk to my friends about more so than even like my husband about. Um, So there's really this connection and there's also this like emotional intimacy You know, you tell your friends some of your darkest secrets. You tell them your fears, your insecurities, things that you've been through. So there's this really deep, intimate, emotional connection that happens with friendships. So when that ends, of course, it's going to feel extremely similar to a romantic relationship breakup. So it's not something that should just be pushed to the side. It is something that needs to be dealt with and needs to be healed just like a romantic relationship breakup. And I kind of touched on this, but I think friendship breakups can happen in two ways. So the first way is you guys just drift apart. You start seeing them less and less. Maybe you don't get invited to their birthday one time and it's this gradual separation. The other way is typically that there is a fight or a specific incident that causes a big rift in the friendship. 
And unfortunately, friendship breakups are just a part of life. You know, if I think back to the friends that I had when I was five years old, they look very different from the friendships I had at 15. And those look very different than the friendships I had at 25. So as we go through life, friendships end, friendships start. It's hate to be cheesy, but it's literally just the circle of life. But that is not to say that they don't hurt. They are going to hurt no matter how they happen, at what point they happen. You know, I'm sure as a little kid, we all got super upset when friends got into a fight, even when we were six or seven years old. So no matter what age, no matter what phase you are in life, losing a friend is never easy. And before getting into how to heal from a friendship breakup, I I think it's important for me to point out that If you had a friendship breakup happen, not solely on the fact that you did something wrong, but if you did something that contributed to a friendship breakup, you hurt the other person or or did something intentional, unintentional, make sure that you take the time to apologize. I'll give you an example. I had a very close group of girlfriends in high school. We did a ton together. We traveled together. Like These were friendships that I pictured being lifelong. However, over the course of my drinking problem, which I've talked about in other episodes, and when I got into this emotionally abusive relationship right out of high school, I not only was a bad friend to them because of the drinking, but then I chose a man over those girls. And I didn't talk to those girls for years. I li- I'm not even kidding when I say I literally dropped off the face of the earth. Obviously, some of that was not my fault. I was being controlled and manipulated by a partner at the time. However, I literally just dropped these friends like they were nothing. And It took me a really long time to come to terms with the fact that I I needed to address it and I needed to make an apology. I tried to ignore it for a long time and just think like, okay, well, I guess that friendship just didn't work out and they're just not in my life anymore. And I finally got to a point where I realized it's not necessarily that I was expecting them to come back into my life, but I needed to clear the air and I needed to apologize for my actions. And ever since then, it's not like we became best friends again, but it's just so nice to not have that weight on me anymore. And it's so nice to know that like if I saw them out and about, like it would be okay. We'd give each other a hug and be super friendly and nice to each other. So when it comes to apologizing, I think pride can sometimes really prevent us from doing that where we want to avoid any mistakes that we made or, you know, we just – it's not fun to have to look at ourselves in that way. But if I've learned anything in my sobriety, it's that not apologizing when we hurt someone can really weigh on us, on us. But also remember that you can't have expectations when apologizing to someone. So if you decide like, okay, I'm going to apologize to this friend that maybe I hurt, you can't do it with the like with the expectation that they'll automatically forgive you and 
want you back in their life. That's one thing I really had to walk into when I made these apologies to these girlfriends was I just knew that I had to do it for me. I didn't expect anything out of them, but really it was just for me not to have to live with that weight anymore. So after saying your part and doing your apology, you can't expect that the other person will respond in any particular way. And if you're able to go into it with that attitude, it will make it a lot easier no matter what their response is. So now that we have covered that friendship breakups really hurt and that there are a couple different ways that they can happen, let's talk about how to heal from them. So the first way to heal from this is really focus on not taking it personally. So I love the saying that people are in our life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And we don't always get to choose how long a person is in our life. If you're listening to this podcast, it's likely because you recently went through a romantic breakup. So that is a clear indication that we don't always have the control of who stays in our life and who doesn't. Friendships can sometimes just drift. Sometimes life takes us in different directions. I have had a few friendships end because it just it just wasn't right anymore. Not that anything bad happened. It just didn't make sense anymore. You know, I had friends that got married really early and had kids in our, you know, early 20s and that just wasn't the phase of life that I was in and I still have love for them, but you know, we went from being best friends to being probably more of acquaintances. And it's nothing against the other person. And it's okay to not be everyone's cup of tea for your entire life. So when I got sober and really started like taking care of myself, I lost certain relationships because I was getting sober and I had a lot of friends that just wanted to continue to go to bars every weekend and drink and party and do all of those things. And it wasn't personal at all. We just were all of a sudden in different phases of life. And I really believe that we all should be always growing and always changing. And I believe you either grow with people or you grow apart. So the first thing is if you've lost a friendship, just remember that it's it's not necessarily personal. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong towards them or they did anything wrong towards you. Of course, there are situations like I talked about where there might be something that caused it. But for the most part, what I find is it's just really not personal. It's just one person goes left, the other one goes right. And then the second way to heal is instead of just focusing on the friendship that you lost, I want you to pour that time into investing in your other friendships. So instead of spending all this time reminiscing and obsessing and getting really upset or angry about the friendship that you just lost, make sure that you're also you know, pouring that amount of time into your existing friendships. I think this is very similar to when we go through any kind of breakup. All of a sudden, like when something, when we lose something out of our life, that's all we tend to focus on. And we tend to forget all of the good things that we have in our lives. So that can happen. You lose one friend and that's all you can think about instead of looking around and being like, wow, there's five other girls here that love me and want to be my friend. So after going through some kind of a friendship breakup, like 
make sure you're making an effort to reach out to those other people in your life. Make sure that you are texting them and asking how their day is or calling them and catching up or, you know, setting up plans with them. The more that you can invest in the people that you do have a beautiful reciprocated friendship with, the less you're going to focus on the lack in your life. And you guys know, like, the more you focus on lack in your life, the more lack you're going to feel. The more you focus on, like, the amazing people in your life, the more amazing people that you are going to have in your life. The next thing is I want you to write down what that friend that you lost provided for you. I really believe that we get different things from different friendships. And, you know, all of the best friendships that I have in my life fulfill everything that I need from friendships. But it's not like I can't get everything from one person. That's just unrealistic. But when someone leaves our life, it leaves a void, of course. And that void eventually needs to be filled. For example, maybe this was a friend who you called when you were having issues with work. So I have a friend that I pretty much go to for most of my work issues. Or maybe it was a friend that you did like adventurous things on the weekends with. Like she was always down to go to the beach or go on a hike. So if you if those were the things that you were getting from that friendship, it's first of all important to acknowledge it because if we just feel like this general void, we don't know how we could potentially like ever recover from it. But if we can look, it's like, okay, I lost a friend that I talked to work about. I lost a friend that I can go on adventures with. When you can see it like that, you can start seeking those things from other people in your life or other places so you don't miss them so much. So the next time that you're having an issue with work, Try reaching out to another friend that you can talk to about. And, you know, in the next weekend that's coming up, ask another friend if, hey, do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to go on a hike? I think you'd be really surprised how other people can show up for you in other areas of your life than you're used to. But it is really important that we don't just leave that gaping hole and that void left by that friendship. And instead, we make sure to fill it in other ways. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? 
between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. The next way we can heal from a friendship breakup is to think about the other friends that have drift that you've drifted from in your life. So I want you to write them down, friendships that you've lost over the years, no matter how they left your life, and then how you dealt with it. I always believe, and I tell this to people who have gone through breakups, like write down other really hard things that you've survived in your life, and it's kind of the same reasoning for this. When you can just write those things down and see that there is a there's this natural cycle of life where we have times being super close with someone and then natural goodbyes, it will help you see that this friendship too will be one that you can look back on one day with fond memories but not with a lot of hurt. So a lot of times we need to tap into hindsight to remember that things are going to be okay moving forward. The next thing I want you to do is make a timeline of friendships that have come into your life. So for me, so many of my best friends seem like they came into my life out of nowhere, going to an event, taking a workout class, or a new person getting a job at work, or at a birthday party, just, you know, they you just never know when someone's going to come walk into your life like that. So when I got sober, I did not have many friends. I had lost friends due to very poor decisions and poor behavior on my part or just because, you know, I was in a position where I wasn't going out to bars and all of the friends I had before that were. So I lost a lot of friends and I remember literally crying on weekends because I didn't have anyone to hang out with and I felt completely hopeless in that way. But over the course of my first year in sobriety, I connected with some amazing women who are now my best friends. I had no idea what was in store for me for that year. So when you make your list of how different friends have come into your life, it will give you faith that when one friend leaves, another important friend may show up or a current friendship might show up for you in a new way. I also think it's important that once a friend leaves your life that you stay open to potential new friendships coming in. I think we can get so stuck on one person or one relationship that we close ourselves off to the world and could miss out on a potential new best friend. 
But above all these tips that I gave you, I would also encourage you to go through the process I've outlined in my other episodes like you were going through a breakup. So that means getting support from people around you, doing gratitude lists, journaling, taking really good care of yourself, practicing self-care and self-love. All of those things that you need to heal a breakup should also be applied to this because this is a sad event and the feelings should be felt and it should be grieved like any other loss in your life. Yes, it's a little different from other breakups that I talk about, but my guess is a lot of the feelings that you've had in both are the same. So lastly, I wanted to cover what happens if you need to initiate a friendship breakup. I've had friendships in my life that I have stayed in for too long. Either they actually didn't treat me well and hurt me, or we just stopped jiving. Our interests diverged, and it became clear that we weren't meant to be in each other's lives anymore. I've stayed in friendships because I thought I should, maybe I grew up with them and felt an obligation, or I ignored my own feelings and kept hanging out with someone who didn't make me feel good. And I believe just like there are two ways to experience or be on the receiving end of a friendship breakup, there are also two ways to break up with a friend. The first way I'm going to talk about I think is the most preferred, and that is a natural drift. Sometimes we believe that to end a friendship, it needs to be some dramatic final conversation that we have to tell them, I never want to see you again. Typically, this really doesn't need to happen. If you need to, you know, quote unquote, break up with a friend, sometimes all you need to do is just stop initiating contact. Stop appeasing this obligation that you feel to make plans with them every other weekend. You'd actually be surprised how often it happens when the drift is just very natural. You don't reach out to them and they don't reach out to you. And being able to do this without drama will make it better on both parties. A lot of the time too, you know, when you're feeling like not driving with a particular person, they're probably feeling it too. So they might be feeling the same way. So it might be just this mutual drift where, you know, nothing nothing needs to happen. It's just you guys drift apart as being friends. Now, if they do reach out and ask maybe, hey, why haven't you been reaching out? Then you can have a loving conversation about your feelings. You can tell them the situation in a very nice way and just let them know where you're at. But there also might be a time where the breakup needs to be, is a little bit more dramatic in the form of re- maybe they really hurt you or there just needs to be a more serious conversation. If this happens, again, you can lovingly tell them what happened and express your feelings. When you did this, I felt very hurt. It's very hard to argue with feelings, so really just stick to like how it made you feel. But also, again, even in these conversations, there doesn't need to be the dramatic I never want to see you again kind of a thing. So I remember about four years ago, I went through a friendship breakup with someone that I was super close with. We had one of those very fast, intense friendships. And we ended up getting into a fight and I shared how she hurt me and she shared how I hurt her. And I ended up ending the conversation just saying that it sounds like we're on two different pages and that we have different two different ideas of what a friendship should look like. And that's how it ended. It didn't end with saying like, I hate you. I never want to see you again. It just ended with like, it looks like we're just not on the same page. And that was it. It didn't need to get more dramatic or crazier than that. So even though we did just have an uncomfortable conversation, again, it felt like there was like this natural end to it. And I think that's what a lot of us forget, that things don't need to be so 
crazy and dramatic. And just like I said, you need to make sure that you apologize if you did something to a friend. I also believe it's so important to forgive someone who hurt us when we're ready. Feeling bad about hurting someone and holding a grudge or staying angry can both have really negative consequences on our serenity and our emotional well-being. So when you're ready, write out a letter for giving that friend. You don't have to deliver it to them, but just do it for yourself. So there are the tips. I think if we can summarize this, it is, yes, friendship breakups are going to hurt. In a lot of ways, they're very similar to a romantic relationship breakup. But also remember that a lot of this a lot of the time this just isn't personal. It's just part of the seasons of life and as we grow as a person, we're not always going to feel close to the same kinds of people and as we change interests or change careers or move, like we're going to lose friendships and then we're also going to pick up new ones. And the important thing with a lot of this is just to make sure that you feel okay about it. If you feel bad about something that you did, go apologize. If you feel angry at a past friend, forgive and let it go. Friendships are a beautiful thing. They are not meant to be a dramatic part of your life. I used to have a lot of friendships filled with a lot of drama and chaos, and I learned it didn't have to be that way. If something wasn't working, you know, we can try to work through it or we can step away. We have choices and we have the freedom to choose who we want to spend time with. Especially as we get older and life gets hectic and we get jobs and interests and all these different obligations, we tend to not have as much time for our friends. So it's very important that you are spending time with the people that make you feel loved, make you feel supported, and are really good additions to your life instead of ones that you feel like you need to walk on eggshells around. And it's just like, you know, sometimes there are toxic romantic relationships, there are also sometimes some toxic friendships that we have to step away from. So I hope that was helpful. I'm definitely no expert on friendships, but as with most things, I can speak about it from my own personal experience and apply so many of the same concepts and lessons from breakups to this topic. So if you have an idea for a future episode, make sure to DM me. A lot of the episode ideas that I put out are ones that I receive in DMs. So I hope to connect with you guys on there. Don't forget to check out my new mini courses. I'm so excited about them and I know you guys are going to love them. And I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.